Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hello, I'm Blair Ducanet, and this is Crowdsourced Pump and Dump. This week, I witnessed the craziest thing I've ever seen in the stock market. A merry band of traders congregating on the popular internet message board Reddit successfully pulled off a massive short squeeze on shares of retailer GameStop. That sentence was a mouthful, so let me try to explain. GameStop is a brick-and-mortar retail store selling physical video games. Who knew that even existed? It turns out a group of traders on the subreddit Wall Street Bets knew. They are GameStop customers, which is why they took issue with GameStop being one of the most heavily shorted stocks on Wall Street. Who wouldn't expect the blockbuster of video games to go bankrupt, right? Now, selling a stock short is a bet that the price will go down. Short selling is risky because it requires holding collateral if your bet goes against you. Apparently, GameStop shorts have been as popular with hedge funds recently as the yen dollar carry trade was before the financial crisis. The short interest in GameStop shares was very high, making it the perfect target for this type of attack strategy. If the shorts need to cover their trades, such as in the case of a margin call, they'll be scrambling to buy shares that will be in short supply at any price, exacerbating their losses. That is a classic short squeeze. And to their credit, the Reddit bros figured this out. They pooled small trades together and bought as many shares as they could. It's a crowdsourced pump and dump scheme. Here's where the story gets super interesting. By leveraging their GameStop bets with call options, the mob caused what's known as a gamma squeeze. See, investment banks and financial institutions that serve as market makers in the options market will hedge their exposure by either buying or shorting shares of the stock. And in the case of writing call options, banks buy shares to hedge their exposure. The higher the stock goes, the more shares the banks purchase to hedge. GameStop's stock price exceeded all available call option strike prices available on Monday. This meant that every institution on the other side of each call contract was losing money and needed to buy more shares to hedge. The result? GameStop shares hit a low of $2.80 on April 3rd of last year, skyrocketed to $147 a share on Tuesday, then $380 a share on Wednesday, before selling off and closing at $193 on Thursday. But the price decline on Thursday came only after popular brokerage sites such as Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, and others blocked customers from buying more shares of GameStop. But this is so much more than a story of how traders colluded on the internet chat rooms to pump and dump the stock price of GameStop. It's also a story of the masses coming after the wealthiest 1% personified by hedge fund managers with short positions in GameStop. One such hedge fund, Melvin Capital Management, received a $2.7 billion cash injection from hedge fund giant Citadel and Stephen Cohen's .72 asset management just to help it stay afloat. Melvin's friends tried to bail them out in return for an equity stake. Now, it's not clear what Melvin's Capital's final fate will be, but the fund reportedly covered its short position on Wednesday at a huge loss. Stephen Cohen's .72 is rumored to be down 10 to 15% year-to-date. And then on Thursday, hedge fund billionaire Leon Cooperman appeared on CNBC and said, I quote, 
The reason the market is doing what it's doing is people are sitting at home, getting their checks from the government, basically trading for no commissions and no interest rates. And then he went on to say, this fair share concept is bullshit. It's a way of attacking wealthy people. Whew. And there you have it. On Thursday, everyone from Mark Cuban to rapper Ja Rule, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Senator Ted Cruz, Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports, and even billionaire Bitcoin investors, the Winklevoss twins, were tweeting about Robinhood blocking new purchases of GameStop shares. The general consensus was that Robinhood had cut off capital market access for the little guy to save the hedge funds. And I'm not quite sure that's the entire story. I suspect there were major disruptions rippling across financial institutions as a result of GameStop's trading activity. Here's a quote from Tyler Winklevoss. Wall Street bets does to the suits what the suits have been doing to May Street for a century. Then one called a Reddit, one called a Discord, one called a Robinhood. Is there anyone out there who doesn't think the system is rigged against the little guys? There's another thread that makes this entire episode possible, and it's the rise of commission-free trading. And Robinhood started that trend, eventually forcing discount brokers Schwab, TD Ameritrade, and Fidelity to drop trading commissions in the fall of 2019. It also caused TD Ameritrade to have to merge with Charles Schwab. And this caused a massive increase in both brokerage account opening and trading activity. COVID-19 stay-at-home orders in the spring and the cancellation of sports caused sports bettors, including Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy, to take up day trading as a hobby. Multiple rounds of stimulus checks may have thrown more gas on this fire. But nothing is ever free. How does Robinhood make money? It's called order flow. High-frequency trading firms such as Citadel pay Robinhood for the ability to execute their customers' trades. That's because high-frequency trading firms can make a tiny fraction of a penny on each trade. The more trades, the more tiny profits. So the majority of Robinhood's revenue comes from hedge funds like Citadel. And now we have a money trail with real conflicts of interest, leading to Robinhood limiting trades in GameStop on Thursday. Here's a tweet from me. If it's free... You are the product. While we have no idea how the GameStop story ends, I'm pretty sure future students of finance will study this incident the same way that I studied the collapse of long-term capital management and the Thai-bot currency crisis. A crowd-sourced pump-and-up scheme to break, quote, the suits, as the Reddit bros call hedge fund managers, is definitely something new. There have been calls for new regulation, but I have a feeling the current laws on the books will make the actions of the Wall Street bets crowd illegal. And I shudder to think of how angry this mob will become after some of them are prosecuted. But hey, YOLO. For more of my insights, follow me at BlairBellCurve.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out LiftoffInvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.